Welcome to the Classroom Brew Podcast. A teacher podcast that's a little bit like comedians in cars getting coffee or drunk history. A lot of you guys always ask me, do you actually drink when you record episodes? Yeah. Actually. Yeah. Welcome back. This is episode 99. This is the the Wayne Gretzky episode, if you want to call it that. Uh, big 99. 100 is right around the corner. If you haven't already, rate and review in whatever app you're listening in. Uh, there is no video podcast for this episode. Uh, we are gearing up to move very soon. And it's weird because this was actually the the apartment that Classroom Brew was started in uh, 2017, late 2017. And by September 1st, we'll be out of here uh, and on to our new place further up north. Excited to move, but I feel like, well, well, here's here's one one reason why it's crazy is uh, our our district CPS starts the day after Labor Day, and we're moving the day before Labor Day. So I've got that Sunday, Monday, and then it's you know back to school, like day one of classes. Boom, we are there. So needless to say, for this episode, I've already I've already had one. I started off uh, with a I tried a twisted tea uh, without the half and half, but that was my first initial one. And I uh, got a couple Corona sitting here on this little table. I have my temporary setup right now. I think I posted it on my story on uh, Friday of last week. This will be coming out Thursday, so almost a week ago that I posted that. And uh, hopefully it works out for the Echo. Uh, literally just a, a little folding table, my mic stand, and uh, other mic stands that are uh, sitting right in front of me with a blanket across it. So not my usual setup. Not exactly one that you would want for a video podcast, but we we make do. We make do. I guess we're uh, pulling out all the stops for this one to make sure you get the best audio quality regardless. But um, I can already tell for the that day, where uh, the first day of school, rather, where I've just gotten done with moving, they're going to be like, Mr. F, um, what are we doing on this assignment? I'd be like, I'll put the boxes in the kitchen. Uh, I mean, uh, put your name on the top of it first. Um, well, cheers to my sanity. Um, this might be the last time you guys hear it for a little bit here. Um, but yeah, big things planned for episode 100. I don't want to spoil anything, but since it is the 100th episode, uh, you know I had to go a little bit bigger. So really looking forward to that. Um, I think you guys will too. And uh, hopefully I have enough sanity to to muscle through that one too. Be some students being like, uh, Mr. F, what, why is there a, a typo on the syllabus? This is something about uh, moving all the boxes in the U-Haul, like Tetris. Why, why, is there a, why is there a map of your couch and chair in Tetris form? What is this? What's happening right now? Why are you so scatterbrained? I'll be like, well... What did you expect, man? Like, it's only one U-Haul. I want to do it in one trip. And also complete your assignment. Don't bother me. Be like, why are you wearing like 18 patterns right now? I don't know where my clothes are, okay? I just moved. It's the first day of school. Back off, man. I'll be like, why are you Why are you so defensive? I'll be like, I don't know. I don't 
know moving is stressful. I don't know, man. You try doing it. I hate moving, man. I'm excited for it because we're moving into the Ravenswood neighborhood, which is actually where I filmed uh, episode 84, Teach Median with uh, Joe Dombrowski, and really love that neighborhood. Um, we've been on the south side, obviously, for the past two years, and it's been fine. It's fine, you know. But it's time for a little bit of a change. I think I'm ready for that change. Um, yeah, even though it's going to be hell going through that to get to the other side, and I'm sure plenty of confused, confused students. So we'll we'll see how that how that goes. I'm sure there will be an episode where I talk about that. Uh, I'm a little nervous for the the setup in the new place. We will see. There's for sure more room, uh, but that also means with more room and higher ceilings, that's uh, more of an audio challenge. So we will see. We will see. In terms of the uh, the school studio, I'm trying to get a studio built in the school. We were in an old photo dark room, like what you would see in like you know, the 20s, 30s, and 40s, like the dark room with the red light and all that. We were in one of those, but the electricity had been cut on accident, and there was also a few other issues, and it just, you could tell it was not going to get off the ground in time. It's been almost a year already, and uh, luckily, there is a room with two nice windows that you can see in our library, and it has electricity. <laughs> Imagine that. Uh, and, and it's a, a smaller space, but it's honestly perfect for a sound studio. So I started to get some stuff set up, some gear. I got the go-ahead. I traded that room, uh, asking my principal, and she seems very excited about it. And I'm confident, even though we won't get the foam acoustic panels up necessarily in time, uh, I think it'll be ready by the time the school year starts. And the bonus is that I want to work some sort of like a creative, make a podcast type of thing into my curriculum. And because it's in the library, there is enough space that I could take an entire class there, but also isolate, you know, three, four, five kids at a time in that studio. Say, hey, here's how you work this technology. You go. I'll be out here if you need me. Just knock on the glass. So I'm really excited for the potential. I think it'll help give students a voice. Students on the south side give, a vo uh, give them a voice and also a creative, uh, creative outlet. So... Cheers with the, you know, I was like, why am I drinking these so fast? These are the seven fluid ounce Coronas. I was like, man, am I like, do I have like, a, I know I'm stressed from moving, but like, do I have a problem? But it's because they're the small Coronas. We might go through that entire six pack in like no time. So, yeah, that is one, one factor, a major factor, uh, moving, uprooting your uprooting your life and are we covered by blankets and am I sweating yeah but is it gonna sound good yeah I hope so am I miserable in the meantime yeah but I do it for you guys you're welcome you're welcome I did get some data from social media and from uh from, from YouTube with my demographic as if I'm like a famous person like hey what's my demo and um sad to say it's not everybody I'll tell you that right now on uh, social media if I ever do, like, if I ever get, like, a promoted, um, what do you call it, boosted post or promotion for, like, a video clip or something like that, it's almost, like, 75% male for some reason. But my demographic on, like, audio and video, 
uh, is pretty close to 50-50, male-female. Um, not to you know adhere to a binary, but that's, that's the data that I get. I don't have non-binary in those statistics that they give me. Uh, that is somewhat limited. Um, so yeah, I'm not uh, I'm not sure what that means with uh, the male female non-binary split. Um, I'm going to take it to mean that I've had that fifty fifty. That means I've got everything in between, hopefully, and uh, that makes me happy that we are reaching enough enough people. Uh, we are not just in the U.S. We are. I saw Ireland, uh, New Zealand, New Zealand. Um, even, uh, Austria, Austria showed up. So that was pretty cool, but typically the, the range of consistent returning loyal, uh, loyal, meaning the ones I like the most, obviously listeners, uh, it's 25 to 34. So not sure what happens when you turn 35, I guess, see ya, stop listening to me or, uh, watching any of the videos. But that seems to me my, my demo is that 25 to 34 range. So uh, shout out and shout out to Austria. So random. Uh, I like I was in Australia. Sure, that was cool. But uh, Austria, that's a new one. I haven't uh, haven't seen that one. Canada for sure. Uh, different states. We've almost gotten to all 50 states uh, with significant numbers. That is I'm not talking about like one or two. I only counted if it's like significant. Uh, but yeah, that's about as much effort as I'm going to put into uh, analytics and uh, demographic stuff. But uh, yeah, and for some reason, I just, the only like famous Austrian, this is terrible, I should know more, I'm sure, uh, that I could think of, famous Austrians would be Arnold Schwarzenegger. And uh, I remember I watched, it was it would just be on repeat for like Encore, the movie channels back when I was in like middle school or high school, whatever it was, probably both. I remember Kindergarten Cop, and great movie, 100% uh, recommend it. Uh, cheers to Arnold and uh, that lady that was also in Parks and Rec, she played Leslie Nope's mother. But uh, I was thinking, like, imagine the day-to-day, like, when there isn't, like, the the killer that's going to get the son because he's out from, or he escaped from prison, he wants to, you know, I don't want to spoil the plot, but, you know, it's kind of obvious. But um, just, could you imagine, like, the day-to-day for Arnold Schwarzenegger in kindergarten? Like, well, first off, I hear impressions of him all the time, and everyone almost always goes like, Khaled, like DJ Khaled. That's like what an Arnold Schwarzenegger impression. Khaled, and that's how they end everything. Khaled, a little, <clears throat> like you got to clear your throat in there. Uh, he, he has a very distinctive voice. I feel like he's probably the most impersonated person. I am not an impressionist whatsoever. I'm not saying that this is going to be good. Uh, but I just, I thought of two things that I thought maybe maybe you could hear him saying. Just like, we, got to do the, we got the objectives for today. He has a bell ringer. Did you did you complete the bell ringer? You cannot start the exit ticket until it's time to go. The kindergarten class. The muscles. If you're not if your if your class is not excited for for the activity at the pump the mob, that's the most easy basic giveaway. Um, all, all, I should have written more. All I wrote was bell ringer and exit ticket, but I'm just imagining him like you change your you have you have management. You don't just and you you get them and you get them in line. You you go not let them know that you are a cop. But I mean, we're of course not a cop. It would be just like a kindergarten teacher. And just could you imagine if he was like last week with the Indiana school? Like imagine Arnold Schwarzenegger is in Indiana school and he also he drives the bus. Like, you turn on the you're you're covering my blind spot. <laughs> Worst impression ever. But it's when you have a handful of a small coronas in you and. Uh, 
twisted T or whatever. You 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 do the you do the Arnold Schwarzenegger impression, even if it's terrible. <laughs> DJ Khaled, do you did you do you did you do the you do, you do know the objective for today? You didn't know the objective for today, Khaled. DJ Khaled. You guys are like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy right now? I'm enjoying myself. I don't give a shit. Oh, man. I'm sure we lost a few people. Or we gained a few people. I'm not sure. Any any Arnold fans out there? I'm sure you could find a quote from Pumping Iron when he talks about the pump. When you get the pump, the muscles. And it, you know, I'm not going to go over the, the one line where he talks about what the pump is better than. We'll... Save that for it. That's a different type of explicit for for this podcast. Not going to do that one. But the day-to-day for for Arnold Schwarzenegger, (laughs) I'm sure you guys were thrilled about that one. Uh, I promise I'm done. (laughs) Um, But yeah, in the news, I did see something. This has developed. I I wrote this down a while ago um, when a buddy of mine sent this to me, but there has been an update since. And I'm sure by the time this episode comes out on Thursday, it'll be old. And be like, why are we talking about this? And I'll be like, I don't care. It's really topical. Uh, But it, it really interested me. There's this 10-year-old that was in Detroit that was charged with, like, assault or something for <laughs> for hitting a kid with a dodgeball. Uh, and, um, yeah, hit, hit him with a dodgeball. And I was like, oh, that's fucking stupid. Like, I remember they outlawed dodgeball when I was in school. And I was like, I, I mean, I guess. Like, it, it, it just don't hit, don't aim for the face. Like, we, we still would do it. I remember in high school, we did it with, like, these, like, Nerf soccer balls that had a little bit of weight behind them. But uh, honestly, I was like, come on, 10-year-old. And there was like this implication that maybe it was based on race or something like that. But apparently the victim was also like, I don't know, it's so messy. To be honest, I'm not sure what the legal, I'm not I'm not looking it up. I, I don't care enough. Uh, but I did see that the update is that this 10-year-old, the, the charges were dropped. So that's good. Nice job, Detroit. Because it's a child. Um and unless they were doing it, like, if there was some malice behind it, like, fuck you, man, and, the, like, aim for this kid's head repeatedly and then finally got it, like, this kid was off guard, don't press charges. He's a 10-year-old. Don't ruin his life over a game of dodgeball. Okay? Fund the school. Help them out. Give them some more equipment and gear so they can do something other than dodgeball. Can you do dodgeball? I, don't, I really don't know. If there's any gym teachers, let me know. What's, what does your state do? Or is it national? I have no clue. Um, but initially I was like, should I have somebody on and talk about whether or not this kid should be charged? Cause he did give the kid a concussion and that, oops, I get it, but he wasn't trying, like it's a, it's an accident and I get it. Like, sure. Like if there's an accident, you'd be held liable if you were an adult, but he's a 10 year old. He's 10 year old. You understand what I'm saying? He's 10 years old. You're going to hold him accountable. Unless they were going to go after the parents or something like that. Like yeah, they had to pay the, the medical bills or something like that. Not that there's the initial exam, but honestly, with a concussion, it's like, just wait. And they're like, oh, okay, cool. He'll be fine in a little bit. Just, you know, don't let him sleep for too long the first 48 hours or whatever it is. And then uh, don't strain yourself. Like, literally. Like, skip math, math class, that kind of thing. Or gym class and math class. You never know. Which, whichever one strains you more. I had this guy that was talking about the acronym for math. Um, really weird guy. We were at an animal shelter. Uh, Katie and her mom were looking at uh, cats and kittens. And this guy is the kind of guy that like he he meows at the cats and like I'm not talking like a normal like you're you're just having fun you're kind of joking around like I think he actually thought they were communicating, and it was a little uncomfortable. 
Like I, I would not want to be stuck in the room with the cats alone with him. If you know what I'm saying here. Um, he just, he, he had a weird, an interesting vibe. I'm sure he's a great person. He was, I think he was a volunteer or something like that. Uh, but don't volunteer near me is what I'm saying, buddy. But he was, he was, uh, I don't know. He just, he had this, this aura about him. But anyways, uh, wherever I was going with that tangent, um, wow, where was I going with that? Holy shit. Sorry, guys. I don't even know what happened there. It's a, blame it on, uh, Cervezas. Is I guess what I'm, what I'm trying to say here. Um, where, let's try to backtrack that or front track that. So Arnold, well, moving listeners, demo, Arnold, uh, 10 year old dodgeball. We jump to cats. Weird meow sounds. Wow, I really don't know how I got there. And that was literally just two seconds ago. This doesn't normally happen. So if you're a new listener, sorry about that. Uh, but the big thing that we've been, uh, I've been talking about with people on Instagram and uh, just in my mind is the whole, uh, the whole pencil debate. Um, <laughs> so, okay. There was some audio from one of Adam's first episodes when he was on the podcast that unfortunately was not able to be used because I messed up the audio. Sorry. Uh, but we had a debate about the pencil issue. So like, should we just give a kid a pencil and be like, yeah, cool, whatever. It's not that important. Move on and put ourselves in the poorhouse, you know, go into debt, whatever it is. Is it a bigger issue of accountability, being prepared? Or is it just, hey, help them out this one time? And so there's this poem by, we'll start there. There's this poem by a student that was shared on social media. And this is a student from uh, the Baltimore City Public Schools. His name is Joshua T. Dickerson. And I, I really like this, uh, uh, I guess it's a, not poem, but it's, it's a nice story. Uh, and it's, the title of it is, Cause I Ain't Got a Pencil. And again, this is Joshua T. Dickerson. I woke myself up because we ain't got an alarm clock. Dug in the dirty clothes basket, basket cause ain't nobody washed my uniform. Brushed my hair and teeth in the dark cause the lights ain't on. Even got my baby sister ready cause my mama wasn't home. Got us both to school on time to eat us a good breakfast. Then when I get to class, the teacher fussed because I ain't got a pencil. I am not saying, and by the way, very nicely written. I think it's it's something that I have encountered uh, in the inner city, teaching on the south side of Chicago, where kids have a lot of responsibilities that uh, I did not have. I didn't have a younger sibling to care for to get them to school. I didn't have to ride public transportation to get to school. I didn't live in a bad neighborhood where it was dangerous to walk on one block instead of another. I guess my my concern is there's a big difference between being non-empathetic, whatever, apathetic, there's the word, boom, got him. Apathetic, uh, having apathy for the situation of a student. But there's also, in the cases that I usually get frustrated, it's whenever, let's say it's a behavior issue. If it's once or twice, fine. Not that big a deal. Let's move on with our student-teacher relationship so you can get what you need from this course and progress in life. But if it's repeated behavior, that's when I have a very short fuse for patience. Now, I never get mad. I never yell. But at a certain point, if a kid constantly is interrupting another student during a discussion or something like that, or interrupting me or talking or not paying attention or being on the phone, whatever it is, if it's repeated... That's when I'm like, all right, you know what? 
this is something that you need to work on to fix. I'm pulling away here. You kind of have lost that, what's the word? That empathy, especially if I've tried to work with you on something repeatedly. Let's take the pencil thing. Now, in terms of my argument, across the board, just to be consistent, if someone borrows a pencil over the past two years, I have just traded a phone for a pencil or some sort of item that they actually need. IDs, nah, because I have so many IDs that I just put in the lost and found by the end of the year because kids don't give a shit about them. Let's be real. They can get another photo ID for five bucks. Bad investment, but they'll do it. Another drink. Which, by the way, so excited. I don't have to sync audio and video. Just worry about the audio. It's going to be awesome, especially because the audio is the more popular the video podcasts, uh, people like them for the video clips, but not so much the entire episode, but the audio always does fantastic compared to the video. Okay, so the pencil debate. I have a couple kids in mind. I'm not going to name names, of course. We never do that. But I have a couple kids in mind where consistently they have not just issues with engaging in class, being on task, disrupting, things like that. You guys all have, if you are a teacher, you have this kid. Or if you are not a teacher or not an education or not a student, whatever, you have some sort of experience where you're like, man, what's the deal with this guy, right? So usually the first five minutes of class can be kind of turbulent when you're on the south side or just anywhere in an urban setting for a school with kids that have low motivation where it's hard to get them invested. So a lot of times the first five minutes are spent you go over the objectives. You try to get everyone started on some sort of task. Maybe it's a bell ringer. That was the worst one. Um, objective, bell ringer, whatever it may be. Or it's a task. Maybe you're continuing something from the day before. Great. But you also have people that come in late. And trust me, it's the same handful of kids. And a few that you're like, wow, you're late? What the hell happened? But then there's always that kid. And at least it's at the beginning of class. I have kids that ask at the end of class to borrow a pencil. But it's usually the same five or six kids. And sometimes more. At one point, I had like 13 kids out of like 26 that asked for a pencil. Now, if you don't have a co-teacher in the room and it's just you, it can be a little bit overwhelming to this and that and this and that and this and that. And uh, at a certain point, it gets frustrating. When let's say you started with 25 pencils and the same handful of kids every single class period are like, hey, I teach high school, by the way. Hey, I need a pencil. Great. Do the trade. Cool. Pencil may or may not want, find its way back there. So needless to say, I've tried a bunch of different uh, strategies. At one point, I just had a, a little bucket in front of the room. And I was like, whatever, it's a pencil, who cares? Like, cool. But honestly, it wasn't financially feasible because let's say I started the day with 50 pencils. By the end of the day, I'd have two pencils and one pen and then like a piece of gum and a wrapper in the bucket. Not really, but just you, you get the point. And uh, it got frustrating at a certain point. And so then it became, a, I've got a handful of pencils with me, you trade me, because clearly the accountability is not there that I can trust you to say, yes, they're in this location, you go for it. But it's constantly something that goes back and forth. Now, I am not trying to be an asshole that's just like, oh, fuck you for not having a pencil. That's, that's not it at all. I'm not trying to be, uh, I'm not trying to bar these kids from having the chance to succeed academically. That's not it. Yes, I know they need some sort of writing implement or whatever a lot of times to do the task that's most often required in class. I get that. And I'm not trying to just like, 
It may not be a big deal on the surface, but at a certain point in time, if you're going to school and you are repeatedly forgetting something, whether you have a turbulent circumstance or consistent circumstances at home with your family, younger siblings, medically, whatever it may be, at a certain point, I need some sort of accountability. Meaning I'm not getting angry at these kids in the first like month and a half of school for not being repaired. I get it. I've even gone, like, I've gone to a PD before, and I, like, cleaned out my briefcase, whatever it is, and then suddenly I'm like, oh, shit, I don't have a pen. But I guarantee you it's not going to happen again. Now, that long, <laughs> that long uh, version uh, to address the poem by the student and then the repeat, quote-unquote, offenders, for lack of a better term, obviously, is that I have tried about a dozen different systems for pencils. And I almost thought, you know what, I'm just going to stock up, like, whatever I get, it's in a box, and if it's gone by the end of the year, tough shit. But I know that's a disaster waiting to happen, so I decided I'm not going to do that. But I have found a few on Instagram, and I've been asking people leading up to recording this episode. And I think one of my favorite ones, uh, this is Miss Middle Science, uh, who is based in Houston, Texas. Looks like she's got uh, little magnetic clips on her whiteboard. And a pencil, one pencil is in each one, and then there's different slots uh, with little rectangles where um, it's prompting you to sign your name. So it says pencil, sign, grab, return, erase. So sign your name, grab a pencil, return it when you're done, then you can erase your name. Accountability. I love it. I'm going to try it for sure. But I also know that that's not necessarily something that is going to work. It may for a little bit. It may work for some class periods and not others. So I asked a bunch of people, I was like, well, what, what do you do? And you might be thinking right away, like, I got a solution for this guy. I'm not kidding. I've tried at least a dozen different things. So, and by the way, I did I did let Miss Middle Science on Instagram let her know, hey, that's awesome. I'm going to try it. I'm going to mention it. Is that cool if I mention it? Uh, but I was also talking to, uh, on Instagram, it is uh, Lish Cromwell, L-I-S-H-C-R-O-M-W-E-L-L. Uh, and by the way, uh, she's been awesome interacting with the show. Uh, I, I truly like when followers on Instagram or podcast listeners, whatever it is, uh, when people reach out, when they talk, when they engage, when they say, hey, I liked this on the episode or uh, this part, not so much, maybe ditch that. Probably the Arnold Schwarzenegger impression for this week. But uh, yeah, she said she's always had a pencil war as well. It's constantly an issue. And uh, uh, it looks like she did uh, pencils at Menards and each kid got a box. And then at the end of the week, if they still had their five sharpened pencils, they got some sort of an incentive, Jolly Rancher, whatever it may be. Uh, and also she suggested instead of like those nice Ticonderoga pencils, you know, the ones that you like, if you were in standardized testing, that's what you would want. Like it's already freshly sharpened. It's perfect. It's got an eraser. It's perfect. It works really well, but also golf pencils. So that I for sure for sure understand. And it's something that I'll probably try it if I haven't already. I've honestly repressed all the pencil strategies that I've tried at this point. Uh, but I really do like the writing your name, erasing it, all that stuff. Now, okay. <laughs> oh, and there's another one. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, uh, uh, Ray, Brianna May, R-A-Y-A-N-N-A-M-A-Y. -A -A uh, she also had a bucket and she would stock it at the start of the week, and it was like kind of take it, uh, leave it, hopefully, uh, like take a penny, leave a penny, like. Eh. Um, 
But it, it sounds like it was working for her depending on the class, and I think that's awesome. Uh, she was men- She mentioned that a lot of times her students like to hoard uh, anything and everything because it's kind of a, a thing about uh, ownership. Now, my students, they might uh, hoard a pencil for all of two seconds and then just literally drop it in the hallway. You, you won't believe how many pencils are on the floor in the hallway. Like, what? Come on, man. Like, what are you doing? Like, I get it. It's not that it's a pencil, but like, come on, just help me out here a little bit. Uh, but the point is, there's there's such a there's such a big issue, and I, I mentioned this on the last episode. I tried to bring up a solution to the pencil thing. We talk all the time about creating a culture of learning. That means inside and out of the building, every single person, whether it's security or a SICA slash aide or a teacher or an admin, whoever, everyone is talking about producing a culture of learning. Okay? So I decided, you know what? Maybe it would be a good idea if at the door, it wasn't just, all right, get your tardy slip if you're late or welcome to school, you're on time, whatever it is, go through the metal detector, all that good stuff. Uh, Go to class. That's a very common one. Maybe a nice little prompt would be, do you have a pencil? And maybe there's a nice big stockpile. I don't know how many or how often you stockpile it and reload and all that stuff, but maybe there's a stockpile at the front of the school. And I get it. If they get a pencil in the morning, it might not be with them by the afternoon. It's cool. But my suggestion was maybe we should try it so we have an all-encompassing culture of learning and a little bit of the burden is taken off of the teacher. Because at least we know they got to first, second, third, or fourth, and hopefully they're not coming to fifth period that late because at that point it's lunch, uh, without a pencil. Just, you know, ease the burden. We got enough on our plate. And I was met with and keep in mind, I'm not like, I wasn't criticizing anybody. I mentioned this in the last episode, I know that. Wasn't criticizing anybody, wasn't attacking anybody. I just said, hey, what about this? And someone that's not admin, is not instructional staff, is not a teacher. So it's like, well, you know, it's it's not going to work because X, Y, and Z. But there was a little bit of toad. Like, hey, did I hurt you with this suggestion? No? Okay. Maybe we should listen to it, brainstorm it, try it, and see. I'm not saying I have the solutions, but don't shoot it down before you try it. Like, you want all this change. You want this new culture, but you don't want to make the changes unless it's, oh, teacher, you do something. So maybe we have building accountability instead of just classroom teacher accountability slash aids and stuff. I'm not trying to minimize the work that they do. But for some reason, I was shot down. I was like, all right, I'll go fuck myself, I guess, with this suggestion. Like, your suggestion box is clearly a recycling... Nope, not even a recycling bin. A trash bin. Got it. So I I truly... I don't know why it's such a debate. I jokingly said we're going to talk about the pencil debate. Why is it such a hot topic? Why are you the bad guy if you try to come up with something that doesn't lead you to spending $30, $40, $50 every month for pencils or whatever it is. I don't know. I'm just fake number. It's probably too much, but you get the idea. I'm not trying to bar students from succeeding and having the tools to succeed. But at a certain point, when it becomes a repeated thing over and over and over, and you try to suggest something and then you just get shot down, then I'm like, okay, cool. You don't want to change. I got it. Cool. You want nothing. Status quo. You're a, excuse the pun, pencil pusher. Got it. Like, what's the point, man? Um, 
Yeah, I'm seriously, a pencil. I went on for, I don't even know how long I've been going. And whether you were with me for this whole thing or not, appreciate you. Hopefully I didn't, you know, veer off the path too much. I'm sure I forgot something that I meant to say now that I'm thinking about it, but you know, we're going from the hip. But the pencil thing, it's, it's huge. And it's funny that I was, I was talking about this all day thinking, you know what, I'm going to put this on episode 99. And then I see this solution from this teacher in Houston. Sorry, I forgot your handle already. It's just, it's wild to me. The simplest of things, a pencil. And there's so much resistance. There's so much animosity if someone disagrees with you. And really, we can just come together and say, hey, let's try it. Let's give it a shot. But no. Anyway, um, I'm going I'm to have a little bit more of this corona. Maybe this is just me because I'm moving. And someone's like, man, this guy just needs to like put all his stuff into a box and he'll be fine. Make sure he packs his pencils. Now, did I go on for a long time about pencils? Yeah. But am I drinking a beer over it? Yeah. Because that's, that's the format of classroom brew. Oh, I don't have Thor's hammer in my bottle opener. I just have this little flat wood one. That's kind of cool, though. Badass, man. Um, Yeah, man. I did start doing a little bit of voiceover work, which is kind of funny because, like, I mean, I'm doing a podcast. Obviously, I have the gear to do it. But, um, yeah, I was on an, another podcast talking about that a little bit. I don't want to talk too much about it. I believe her episode, he or she's episode, not not releasing any info, uh, releases in the fall. And um, it reminds me, a lot of you guys, and this is why I made sure I had at least two before I started recording. You guys are like, hey, it's Classroom Brew. Why are... Why are you only having one or two when you're on camera and then maybe you drink before and after? We don't see it. I'm like, okay, well, I didn't realize you were tracking. Like, you want me to hold my bottle caps? Be like, all right, here's what I got at the end of the recording. But um, sometimes when I do the video podcasts and you are actually able to see the quantity that I'm drinking, sometimes I'm doing someone else's podcast right after. Or I've got stuff to do in two or three hours. So I only have like one or two. Now this time I'm going all out for you. I'm, I'm treating you guys to the the full Classroom Brew Ryan or Mr. F, whatever you want to call me. But I got to tell you, if I were to do a full episode like the one I'm doing now with plenty of, you know, beers and whatever, I guess that's a, a wine cooler that I started off with because, eh. And then I went to do someone else's podcast. I guarantee you they'd hate it. They'd be like, what's wrong with this guy? Why is, is did he, has he been drinking? Let's see. God, does he, well, who does that on a podcast? Why would someone do that? What's wrong with him? Why is he doing Arnold Schwarzenegger impressions? Why is it, why? He will not shut up about pencil. Like, I can't do it. You see what I'm saying? You understand? Like, you can't, can't go out all out for every single episode. Now, the episode with Aaron and Adam, we were doing whiskey. We were toasting over whiskey and we had a bunch of stuff. It was, we were done. The next day was just a, it was just a self-directed day. You can go for it at that point. But like, you know, if it's a, a Saturday afternoon, and I don't always record on Saturdays, this is a Friday, pulling that curtain back for you right now, uh, you can't always go for it. You know what I mean? So somebody also asked me recently, and um, that's really my last uh, my last thing right here. The pencil thing, I guess, was the biggest part. <laughs> but um, somebody asked me about uh, how do you handle off-task student behavior? And I, you know... I don't spend too much time on it, 
And honestly, at a certain point, again, if it's a repeated behavior, I'm just going to move on from you. I'm going to focus on the kids that are prepared to learn, want to learn, or invested in learning, or will go through that academic struggle, the zone of proximal development, the ZPD, uh, something that's just beyond their comfort zone, but if I am there to scaffold it, they can get there. I'm there for those kids versus the kid that's like, all right, fuck you, Mr. F, I'm out. I'm just going to be back here, and I, I'm, I'm not going to reinforce that with attention. Sometimes that's what they want. Even if it's negative attention, they want attention. Get it. Cool. If you guys are teachers, you get it. If you guys are parents, you get it. Um, hopefully. But uh, my big thing is uh, I am not doing this podcast because I am the be-all, know-all professor of education. Okay? So I thought about this. And honestly, I was watching I was watching the Cubs and I was thinking about off-task uh, blurts, like blurt-outs when students are blurting out for whatever it may be. And uh, let me pause real quick for... Before I go into this, let me, let me pause for a drink. I'll put you on pause so there's no delay. Whew. All right. Probably clip there. Sorry. Uh, so I was thinking about it because if you're ever watching a baseball game, I was watching the Cubs. Big Cub, the big Cub fan. Um, if you couldn't tell. And uh, literally one of my blankets that I have on my mic stands that are my temporary, I'm about to move, uh, acoustic panels, whatever, is a Cubs blanket. And behind me, it's a Bulls blanket. So Chicago, Chicago, sorry. And uh, when I was watching, when I was watching this game, I don't know what the score was. I'm, it could have been a, a neck and neck game or a blowout. It doesn't matter because the play-by-play guy, it's constantly like they might throw something in there or somebody else is like going on an anecdote, a story, you know, whatever it may be. But it's constantly like, oh, our job is still to talk about this game that's happening right now. Okay. So like, uh, there was there was this one uh, instance where they were talking about, I don't know who the player was, but they were telling his story about like, he he comes from the state of Louisiana, but he moved to Wisconsin very early, so he does not have a Louisiana accent. He did his minor league ball in Daytona, and uh, he's up here for a two-day stint to see how he does while uh, Zobris is on the injured list for whatever's going on, and 2-1 on the count now. Zobris swings him, or uh, Rizzo swings and misses. Like, it's always, there's some anecdote, and then it's, Right back to what they're talking about, okay? It could be like, Javier Baez recently got new tattoos. 2-1 the count now. Rizzo steps in. Swing and a miss. 2-2 the count now. Like, it's always, it goes straight from the end. It's just like this fluid thing where it goes from, you may remember Alfonso Soriano from the 2007 Cubs when they made a distinct run before getting swept by the Dodgers in the first round of the playoffs. 3-1 the count now. Lester steps up to the mound, places his foot. Like, there's always, it's right back to it. Might even be like, Mr. F, I saw a lizard yesterday. So our objective for today is we're going to work on argumentative literacy, making sure you use an evident, you see them? So it's like you kind of, you almost have to acknowledge it too. Like, Mr. F, you watched the Raptors game? Let's like, So we have, uh, as you can see here, the author is clearly literate, uh, which is uh, really quite remarkable considering uh, he is uh, unfortunately in slavery. He has been, you know, he's been traded recently. And uh, so uh, sometimes you acknowledge it too. They'll be like, 
Yeah, my brother and I play basketball. I beat him uh, three to two uh, in a in a game of one on one. Like, oh, that's great! That's great! You, you must have a really great jump shot. So, as you can see, our, our our second agenda item for today. Thank you for completing that bell ringer. It's so weird. Like you have to like misdirect, redirect. They say something like uh, the average teacher makes like five hundred decisions in a day, something like that. And a lot of times, it's that deflection or deciding when to to uh, to go for it. And it reminded me a lot of a baseball commentator. So I guess I'm a baseball commentator and whatever other title you want to add to it. But I guess the overall encompassing idea behind all this is whether we are kindergarten cop or we are the pencil supplier, not a pencil pusher, pencil supplier, or you know we're handling a, a dodgeball assault incident for a 10-year-old, or we are miss uh, or redirecting random student stories and uh, anecdotes and stuff like a baseball commentator. I guess the number one thing to remember is if you try to make other people accountable, they're just going to throw it back in your face and say, hey, take your suggestion and throw it out the window. That's where we're going with this episode. You could tell this is very, I don't know. I mean, uh, I had a great time. Um, maybe it's because I'm three or four, four, one, two, three. There's a bottle, but not a cap. Oh, you get the point. Um, so yeah, that's that's where I'm at right now for episode 99. Hope you guys enjoyed it. If you if you were along for this ride, wow, thank you. You are you are a trooper. If you were trying to redirect me this entire time, like my this was all just me being an off-task student, you did a fantastic job. But honestly, if this resonated with you, I, I do want to hear from you. Uh, I think a lot of you guys really liked episode 98. You guys love the student series. You guys like when I have other people on. That's awesome. But uh, this is really the the first uh, long duration episode where it was just uh, just me. So hopefully you enjoyed. Uh, if you haven't already, make sure, uh, rate and review whatever app you're listening to. Uh, that really helps out the show. It helps us jump up in the rankings, whatever you want to call it. Not that that matters, but I do want this to reach more and more people. Uh, in addition, if you would like exclusive content from Classroom Brew, you can go to patreon.com slash classroombrew. There are going to be different levels. I think the video episodes will be part of it, but also maybe a bonus episode or a Q&A segment, depending on how much you pledge each month. That'll be a separate feed only available to patrons. So, patreon.com slash classroom brew. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash classroom brew. If you would like some voiceover work, you can also check on Fiverr. That's F-I-V-E-R-R.com. You can just search classroom brew or you can search amazing vocal work with a male Midwestern accent voice. I don't know if those are actually my things, but you get the, the gist of it. Video episodes are coming out occasionally. You can check it out on, uh, you can just search Classroom Brew and then YouTube, it's right there for you. If you have anything that you would like to talk to me about, you can reach me at Classroom Brew on Instagram and Twitter or classroombrew at gmail.com. So I will uh, see or hear, you will hear or see me next week for uh, episode 100. We made it. And uh, hopefully my sanity is enough intact. There's enough of it left to uh, to give you guys uh, the content that you know and love from this podcast. So are we in the temporary studio? Yeah. Did I make it for you guys? Yeah. Is your video? No, but that's okay. It's okay. 
So thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, good luck with your pencil policy. If you want to talk more about that, fantastic. I'm happy to do that because it's the ongoing debate. But until next week, class dismissed. Dismissed.